my name is Serena Poon, and welcome to my show, Serena Lives. As a celebrity chef, nutritionist, and entrepreneur, I'm incredibly passionate about helping others live their best life through methods I call culinary alchemy, which is the magic of combining education, integrative and functional nutrition with healing intuitive energy. So with each episode, I'm going to share with you the inspiring stories of some amazing people, incredible entrepreneurs from all different backgrounds, all who have overcome challenges in their personal journeys to get to where they are today. And today, I have the coolest guest. He is a nationally recognized clinical herbalist, ethnobotanist, and renowned practitioner of Ayurvedic and traditional Chinese medicine. He with a master's in Asian medicine and over 20 years of experience, he's treated and educated thousands of people about medicinal plants and plant-based healthcare. He's traveled the world extensively, sourcing the highest quality medicinal plants for his practice, and he also has an organic farm in Massachusetts where he produces Gold Thread, which is an incredible line of herbal plant-based tonics and elixirs that are not only healing, but they're so delicious, my new favorites, and they're nutritionally sound. And he's also the founder of the Plant Venture Experience, which is an immersive educational program that teaches the community about the power of plants. Essentially, he is the plant medicine genius. So please welcome William Siff. Hi, thank you so much for coming today. I could go on and on and on about you, by the way. Thank so. you. That was, no, that was more I than I felt enough. like I needed to stop short so Maybe we could actually talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I've had a few really amazing experiences at the Plant Venture Experience, and I've learned so much from you already. I'd like it if you could share with the audience how you first got started in all of this, because it's awesome, you know, what you're doing. Yeah, and again, thanks for having me, and thanks it's great welcome. to see you. Um, well, I was thinking about this question. I knew this was going to be asked, but I mean, I get asked this a lot. I think mm-hmm. from my late teens to my early twenties, I had a very deep fascination with plants and I spent a lot of time in nature, a lot of time in the woods, mm-hmm. a lot of times, you know, really just sitting with plants. I keyed into them as sort of living beings early on. Mm-hmm. And by that, I mean, I just sort of stopped seeing them as like background and like kind of the set in which I was living and more of that as like almost like you'd see friends or like individual people and Mm -hmm. I just became more and more interested in the diversity of plants in where I was living in Massachusetts and I'd spend time in the forest and I became kind of addicted to nature too because Mm -hmm. as I as simultaneous with my real fascination with plants Mm -hmm. and like trees and just the living nature around me i was also kind of seeing more and more pathology kind of in the human civilization that i was a part of as well Mm -hmm. and i think the natural you know tendency to see what's around us in and as a teenager especially being kind of confused by it and where do i go to find something that feels reliable sane you know renewing and nourishing and I I found it in nature Mm -hmm. and I just kind of wanted to spend more and more time there and who I was spending time with was plants and the more I was out there hanging out in nature you know after school and every chance I got Mm -hmm. and I'm talking about you know like hours and hours just kind of wandering around I would start to talk to the plants as if they were you know my friends and sort of I 
I became really interested in what are these, like how did people use these plants, you know, for food and for medicine before there was kind of developed technology in where we live and so on. So mm -hmm. that was a big moment where I just started to trust nature as mm. the source of renewal and vitality and solace and, you know, happiness for me. And I, it's, to this day, that's how I see it. Even if I'm in a city, when I walk around, mm -hmm. I'm looking at plants. It's the first thing I'm noticing when I'm going to a city like New York or living here in LA. Mm -hmm. It's like, what are the plants around here? And I'm always looking at them and paying attention to them and like, just sort of like feeling kinship with them. Was there anything in your childhood? I mean, is there where your was it something that your parents introduced to you or <laughs> like they were were they meat eaters? I mean, what how is No, it I, they weren't it wasn't so much a, I mean, it, well one thing I was very much a deep relation thing that happened in in along this path was at one point when I was in my late teens, I think it was 19, I became dizzy and had this feeling of disequilibrium. So like the whole world seemed to be like kind of moving and I was mm. still. And it sort of happened all of a sudden. Mm. And so it was very much, a, it took all of my attention because everything I would see looked like it was kind of moving. And like so I vertigo, went- vertigo kind of? Like or? vertigo. Huh. And I went through all the tests and mm -hmm. I started down the path of Western diagnostics. And okay. Check, is this an inner, inner ear infection? Is mm -hmm. this kind of something related to, you know, the balance mechanisms? with relation to my brain and I had mm -hmm. MRIs and I went to, you know, there was various like pharmaceuticals like prednisone that I mm -hmm. was prescribed and so on. And this went on, this was a journey where right. I was sort of like, but nothing was working and right. nothing was even coming close to working. And right. I had to then, like a lot of people, um, go on a different journey mm -hmm. and sort of seek out healing from a different place. And because I had this strong imprint um, about, you know, like I was talking about with nature. Yeah. That was where I started to look. And I started first to look at like plants and plant right. medicine and um, herbology. Right. And I started to look at the plants around me and start to, what are these things good for? Like, what, right. what are, you know, how do you use these things? And that opened up a whole big, long journey. Sure. And it took me through Chinese medicine. And there was a lot of uh, great Chinese medicine doctors in Boston where I was living. Mm -hmm. or near where I was living and I would go there and just wander the streets and walk into the pharmacies where they had all these amazing remedies mm -hmm. and then kind of have chats with the docs who were mm -hmm. back there and I was so interested in all that stuff yeah. and it turned out that the Chinese medicine doctors that I was seeing one of them was I became very close with and really interested in and he just seemed such a trustworthy person mm -hmm. And he had such a sense of confidence, mm -hmm. you know, like a lot of the doctors I was going to, even in some of the best hospitals, you know, because I had, you know, whatever we had. Good Western insurance. doctors? Western mean, doctors. Uh -huh. And this is not to disparage Western medicine in any way, but they didn't have a sense of confidence. They looked like they were really just like trying to, um, they were trying to take a stab at it. Like right. it could be this yes, or it sir. could be that. Yeah. This guy just said, it's this. Right. You know, and he had a traditional Chinese medicine diagnostic framework. Right. So he said, you know, it's, it's liver fire and mm -hmm. it's this kind of wind and it's this kind of thing. But it wasn't like he was guessing. Yeah, no. absolute a, certainty. He had a very confident, mm -hmm. like, and I felt that internally. It really resonated. And I'm like, 
I think I know that you know, and I know, you know, it was like that kind of thing. Anyway, he prescribed me a whole bunch of Herbs. medicinal plants mm -hmm. and they were all kinds of crazy things. And I took them home and mm -hmm. cooked them up and drank them. And it was such a relief, really, that first cup of this stuff, uh -huh. because it was just like drinking, uh, you know, like Energy. a cup full of nature. Yeah. And I was like, this is whatever, whatever this is that's going on with my dizziness, mm -hmm. this is the direction I'm going to go the entire way. Wow. Mm -hmm. And, um, and it worked. Yeah. Basically it worked. It, it cleared it up and then it was sort of like, oh, okay. You know, and this whole process took a while, but it was, it was from then on in my original intuitions from, you know, being a teenager, like hiding out in nature and talking to the trees and stuff mm -hmm. like that. It was like a culmination of that. It was like exactly that. Yeah. You know, that it is trustworthy. It is, has healing power. And this is where I want to be going, you know. So did you, from that point, decide to study Chinese medicine? Was he like a, like a mentor for you or? Um... Yeah. I mean, I spent as much time as I could with as many types of people like him mm -hmm. as I could, you mm -hmm. know, and sort of like apprenticing saying i'll do whatever i just want to listen to mm -hmm. what you have to say um if you're working with patients i'll just kind of listen in and this was all in a, in a pursuit of like do i want to be like him do i want right. to do this for a living right i worked early on with um an organization that worked with indigenous people my brother okay. had an organization that um is a nonprofit worked mm -hmm. with indigenous people all over the world mm -hmm. including some of the you know rainforest areas and stuff like that so I had a chance to hang out with a lot of traditional people who rely on this kind of medicine, mm -hmm. plant-based medicine mm -hmm. for their primary health care. Right. And, to, like, and so, you know, that's not what my job was, but I was always having side conversations and like, what plants do you use? And like, yeah. you know, what do you use it for? And like, how do you prepare it? And so I was always super interested in how other people all over the world have been maintaining this relationship to plant-based medicine. Mm -hmm. And so it just kept going one step after the other, deeper and deeper. You know, I had these traditional Chinese medicine influences. I had crazy like Ayurvedic experiences yeah. and then all these traditional peoples. And then I started studying, I mean, in school, I studied yeah. medical anthropology. Mm -hmm. And at so that, some point I was just like, this is it. Because like my feeling was, what can I do with my life that I'm just naturally always going to be interested in mm -hmm. and always want to share with people. Mm -hmm. And it's clearly going to be in my strength because mm -hmm. of that. And mm -hmm. it, was, it was, you know, plant-based medicine, Chinese medicine, Ayurvedic medicine, and so on. And so that's it worked so, out pretty good. That's so awesome. <laughs> I mean, so you took a challenge that happened early on in your life yeah. and it became kind of, you melded it with your passion and that's now become not just your career, your profession, but your legacy um, that you're sharing with the world. So I thank you for what you do. I'm <laughs> so grateful, truly, for all that you do and everything that you share and all the education experiences that you've had. Um, you said you had a couple crazy experiences. Can you share a couple? Because I, I personally have had, you know, I use plants and herbs and medicinal plants sort of in this format and then the powdered forms. And But um, I've never actually done uh, anything that's more intense than that in terms of plant medicine. So when you're ex when you're with these tribes and these indigenous people, like, are there a couple experiences that you can share? 
Well, the first one, actually, one of the reasons I named Gold Thread, Gold Thread, actually, I think I sh- it, it, this wasn't with Indigenous people, but I was out sort of, you know, in the forest again mm-hmm. you know, later on in life um, after I was already an acupuncturist and so mm-hmm. on. And I was in a turning point, you know, where I, my, the way I approach practicing medicine in general has been one of like service like this is not something that once especially once i learned the skills of Mm -hmm. when you know what plants can do and how you can help people Mm -hmm. and also when you have like acupuncture as a skill Mm -hmm. i have so many skills that can help people really easily in my mind in terms of like once i've like and and, in my fascination with it wasn't some monumental effort for me to want to learn about this stuff i would have done it no matter what right so then i was like i have all this you know, ability to help people. Mm-hmm. And I see all the people around me who often need help. Someone, you know, that your loved one walks in with a sore throat or mm-hmm. you see someone with a cough or you can see someone's in pain. And if I know I have the skills to help that person, it's sort of like I have this compelling, like, let me help this person. Yeah. Why? It's not, you know, just tell them to take this or try that or put a couple needles in there or whatever mm-hmm. it might be. And so I was at one of these inflection points where I, how do I turn this into a business? You right. know? Because medicine and f- commerce sort of didn't really jive with me right. for a while. I was sort of like, well, I don't want to have to learn how to be a business person, an right. entrepreneur. I just want to like practice medicine, you know, right. like, and, um, and so I was, I decided, you know, when I have these moments, sometimes I like go and do something like get out in nature and like just be quiet and still and listen for the answer. So I was in one of those moments and I was out there for a couple of days camping mm-hmm. with my dog and I was just alone and I started to notice, you know, and I was meditating out there and just kind of like sitting there swimming in the lake and having a great nature experience, but listening primarily. What do I do next? Mm-hmm. How do I turn this into like a lifestyle, like a, like a, a thriving thing, not just... Um, not just because I want to practice it, because I want to make a living and so on. And do it with integrity. Mm-hmm. And so while I was out there, I was also feeling kind of not well. Because this whole thing had been weighing on me. I was worried. I was concerned. I was sort of like, you know, in one of those moments of doubt. And I was wandering around the forest and I noticed this plant, gold thread. And I had know, known that plant already because I was so into botany and I knew all the local plants. It's really a little tiny green plant. Uh-huh. It has this beautiful little white flower, but you can barely see it unless you sit on the ground with like a, like a little uh, magnifying glass. Uh-huh. But when you do, it's really worth it because it's very psychedelic and you get in there and you can see all these things, but it's so microscopically small. And I had known something about its effects on like helping with stomach issues. And I was having like one of these stomach issues. Uh-huh. And basically I just started to grab hold of the plant uh-huh. and dig it up. It has these really beautiful golden roots. and. Uh-huh. I just took them and I washed them off in this little stream and uh-huh. it cleansed them. So anyway, I was digging this gold thread up mm-hmm. and I started to eat it. Mm-hmm. And I started to sort of just feel what it was doing in my body. Mm-hmm. And I just would lay down on the ground and I mm-hmm. just felt the gold thread moving through my system. Wow. And I could feel it moving through in a very different way than I had ever been accustomed to experiencing anything, basically. And it was sort of, I had sort of a, a semi-psychedelic experience with this plant that was not technically psychedelic but i could feel it moving through my liver and i could feel it moving through my my gi tract and i could feel it actually healing 
wow. my body mm -hmm. in like real time. Wow. And it was sort of like, an, it was a really quite an amazing experience to have like, yeah. with a plant in this stage. Yeah. And I, it was, so basically after this experience, and this mm -hmm. took like a long time, I was lying on the ground just paying deep attention, really in a contemplative way to what this plant was doing in my system. Yeah. And I'd always kind of wanted and sought out, like, can I get deeper into my communication with these plants? I really want to like feel their, at the deepest level I can. And um, I felt so good after this mm -hmm. um, experience and it was so primal and so just like, you know, unexpected mm -hmm. and there was no like reason for me. I didn't go out there to do this. I just right. kind of like felt compelled every step of the way, like right. this instinctual level, like an animal might chew, like a, my dog chews on grass. Mm -hmm. You know, I was like, I'm going to just eat these roots, mm -hmm. see what happens. Long story short, I then kind of like made a, what I consider to be kind of like a deal with gold yeah. thread. And I said, you know, yeah. I'll do whatever it takes. If you just show me what to do mm -hmm. in life to serve the mission of getting plant-based medicine into people to yeah. help people heal to mm -hmm. feel better to help anyone and everyone yeah. as much and as large scale as that could possibly be i'll do it yeah and i'll just listen to the next instruction and the next instruction so that has been my like sort of like guiding yeah principle and i know it sounds kind of like crazy maybe but not it was, to me yeah it kind of was one of these things where and, and when I'm off track or I feel like I need to know what to do next, mm -hmm. I go to nature, I try to listen, and I just remember that original bargain that I've made because it's worked ever since. There's always something else. Yeah. It, there's always a way to like give my gifts and my passion and love of plant medicine to someone or to some group to help inspire them or to yeah. help you know, give them the tools to heal or to actually give them the plant that needs to happen for them to heal in that moment. So that's just one yeah. of many yeah. crazy experiences. Yeah, no, I'm happy that you <laughs> shared it though. I mean, that's that's how you started this brand. It's, it's, it's inspiring, I love the story and I'm obviously a huge fan and I love what you guys have created. So, you know, this is just, I think you have what, 10 products here, nine products? 11. 11? This is the newest guy right here I brought for you. Thank you. No label even, no clothes. I, I'm special. <laughs> so, so this is Gold Thread. And, you know, let's share with everyone in the community because I want as many people as possible to try some of this. Not just because of what you said, because you've put all your energy into it. It's healing for them, especially if it's something that they put in their body on a daily basis, right? We've, you've shared in your educational programs how important it is to have a little bit every day. Yeah. And it's the cumulative effects that really benefit you and can provide preventative care, right? Right. So, yeah. And optimizing. So, and optimizing our yeah. health. So let's share where we can find this. Um, what stores can we find it? Where we can order it online? Yeah, you can definitely order online. It's sold in Bristol Farms and Erewhon and Lazy Acres and Lawson's or Lassen's, I think it's called. All kinds of independents around mm -hmm. LA and it's all over New York City and Wegmans and ShopRite. And so it's all over the place, um, pretty much in Southern California and New York. Okay. And it, this is a way of scaling plant-based medicine yeah. because people are going to the beverage cooler more and more for like health care in like a quick way, you know, mm -hmm. at their lunch break or whatever. And in favor of sugary things or things that are high, overly caffeinated or whatever. 
And so I wanted to bring plants from all over the planet in some of coming from some of the healthiest bioregions on earth um, into an easy delivery mechanism for people who Absolutely. are already sort of interested in this. Yep. But like you said, you know, doing it every day is what's required yep. in small amounts to sort of give the body all the antioxidants, the micronutrients, the trace elements, and the subtle effects that plants can have on the mm -hmm. physiology. Um, so if it tastes good, it's really high quality. It's available everywhere. Yeah. It's a great platform for people to like reintegrate plant-based medicine into their everyday lives. Absolutely. And that has been what the attempt has been. I, I think you guys are off to more than an amazing start. I mean, we have just said water and it's very much in line with the same philosophy. So, so we can find it at all these stores. Um, we can find it online at uh, gold, goldthreadherbs.com. Yep. And then we can also find it on social, right? Um, and what's your social handle again? Gold. gold. <laughs> Drink gold thread <laughs> is, my, is our social handle. Okay, perfect. Okay, great. Well, we'll have all of that on the bottom so that everyone can see where they can find it. And you know what? I'm going to have to have you come back on sometime and talk about more because we barely talked about the plant venture experience, which is I something know. we have to share also. But um, we'll have to do it next time. So thank you so much for joining us today on Serena Loves TV, and we will see you next time.